welcome to an extra special episode of Archers of the North. You've probably noticed, looking at your phone, that this is a shorter episode tonight. I, I God, I hope you've noticed that. Uh, <laughs> if it's not, we've done something terribly wrong. Something has if gone it's wrong not, in the course Josh, of this. Josh is going to have to edit it to exactly 40 minutes. If it's anything else, then uh, <laughs> he's failed his editing period. So. <laughs> it's nice that we opened up with the exact same thing again. I, I appreciate yeah, the Well, they, the audience doesn't understand that, Jesse, what you just said. Mm. That's, so. mm, that's a good point. It's also a special night because Kai's not here. No, it's a special night because, <laughs> we, because we just watched uh, an entire movie together, me, Jesse, and Kai. Or, and Noel, I'm leaving it. <laughs> wow. No, me, Jesse, and Josh. I have an opening question for you guys. Also, am I not glitching anymore? I changed my Wi-Fi. You yeah, sound, sound good. so good. Oh, let me talk softer then. So, <laughs> we just watched a movie. Can we go oh, the whole yeah, episode without saying the name of the movie? We just watched a movie. In that movie starred a man named Teddy Geiger. Ooh, man. Throughout what the a course stud. of the movie, I recorded the number of times Josh said... Teddy Geiger. <laughs> <laughs> because at some point, here's the thing. I actually don't know how much you record in the beginning. At one point I said, I've heard his name 17 times in my life and 17 <laughs> times today. So at that point I marked 17 and then just kept track from there. So okay. do you guys have guesses as to the final Teddy Geiger count from Josh? I'll go with, are you counting when he just said Teddy? Yeah, I did count Teddy. Teddy okay. Geiger, Teddy Geiger. Uh, at that okay, point, I did, I 20, did say a lot. <laughs> 28, 28 Teddies, Teddy Geiger. Uh, I'm going to say 32 Teddies. Yeah, wow, 31. That's really <laughs> good guessing. That's incredible so guessing. I win that, I think, then. Price is right. Uh, we, didn't, we didn't agree Price is right rules beforehand, so I'm closer. <laughs> That's just the way that goes. That's, I, um, we got to ask Teddy. <laughs> Teddy! Also, it's just because you looked at like him when you were that age, Josh. Is that why it is? Is that why you're so obsessed with Teddy Geiger? Mm, The black hair? The swish? Yeah. The the Mm. truth about Teddy Geiger is that I had not thought of that person's name until last week when I was prepping for uh, this movie and listened to the soundtrack of said movie. Mm -hmm. And then I saw Teddy's name over and over. I'm like, oh, my God, Teddy. I forgot about Teddy. Mm -hmm. And then I I was back in. I was fully back in. But I think so the movie that we just watched for like 10 years. Yeah, right. Uh, So the movie that we just watched uh, featured kids and rock and roll. Um, It was a loser. It was a lead man who is kind of a loser. He gets kicked out of his Mm. band. Um, And then at the end, there's a big like the band is playing. Mm -hmm. Reclamation project. Yeah. But people. Yeah. But people only want to hear. Um, this guy and his band instead. So and the new band started. Yeah. yeah, and the whole With thing the is kind of yeah. It's weird because there's this just age dynamic between him and the kids, right? And you're right. like, why are you right. just hanging out with kids the whole time? But there's there's some sweetness to it as well, you know. Yeah. Right. But so, uh, let's we have some we have some awards to talk through um, <laughs> in this in this movie. Um, so we're gonna go we're gonna go kind of like uh, SB style or like uh, you know whatever whatever sports style. Um, so the, the first award, and I think this is by far the most important as it is in any place, uh, the MVP of said movie, you can go character or you can go actor or actress who played Mm. that character. Um, so the, the, in this movie, who is the MVP? Tell us a little bit about your, your MVP and what, what they did to earn that in this movie. 
Hmm. I'll go. I'll go first. I don't think he ever got a name. Uh, but Dimitri Martin, <laughs> Dimitri Martin was the director of a uh, commercial they were putting on, and just the whole bit played. The whole the whole thing that he was doing, mm-hmm. the camera, just the the eccentricity of him as a you know <laughs> commercial director, loved it. To be clear, you just chose like the twelfth man off the bench as your MVP, <laughs> which is fine. Like his efficiency numbers are great, but he plays like two minutes a game, so that's that's cool. You know, it's great. You chose okay. the MVP well, that Josh doesn't Bick get any time. Josh picks Teddy, so I see you're up. <laughs> Teddy's so good in this movie. God. <laughs> <laughs> I actually probably would pick Teddy as well. I think I'm gonna pick. I can't pick Fish. Fish is not like. I, I was not super impressed with it. I don't know. It's probably just because I've seen him in other stuff and like, he's just the same guy at everything. Also, this does fit for that other movie that we have in mind too. Mm-hmm. Just so we're clear. <laughs> <Yeah>. mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, no, I just, I, I think I'd either pick Teddy or we're, we're doing other, other roles as well, Josh. There will be, there will be like a six man of the year uh, ballot. Okay. That's, I'm going to, I'm going to stick well. with, yeah. I'm going to stick with Teddy then. I'm going to stick with Teddy and, and we'll get to my other guy on the six man ballot. I, uh, okay. I wish I knew about the six man of the year <laughs> ballot. Yeah. My you got to read the whole ballot sheet. You have to read uh, the whole ballot sheet. Yeah. That's the I already filled the bubble in. I already filled the bubble in. I already filled the bubble in. Can we do that next? Um, sure. Let me. So to be clear, my MVP pick is not actually Teddy. Uh, mm-hmm. My MVP pick is Amelia, um, who I thought was a was a great character, uh, a person sure. who we didn't know uh, who mm-hmm. they were going to be ahead of time. They're, they've this was really the breakout moment. You know, this mm-hmm. actress's breakout moment. Um, and she had. I thought that her like kind of uh, questioning herself was the most realistic for their experience, and I thought that was good. So my MVP goes to Amelia. Congratulations. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. sixth man of the year. Uh, who uh, came off the bench? Who rocked it? Uh, Jesse, who's your sixth man? <laughs> I got. I think it's got to be Fish. Just the few moments that he was in the movie were just stellar, right? Like he just really went well. Um, okay, actual sixth man of the year, probably. Uh, probably Stan. Uh, I just like Stan was just such a was just such a funny character, like incredibly. <laughs> Who, is Stan? Who is Stan? Who is Stan? Stan was the husband. There we go. Okay, good. To be clear, okay, that's he was a good also pick. that's a good pick. Also, my sixth man pick. of the year was the husband. Go ahead, Jesse. Tell us more about the husband. Yeah, well, I want to tell everything because I know his name. His name was Stan. <laughs> Apparently, and allegedly Stan. I I appreciate. Here's the thing. The reason he's six man entirely one dimensional gave him. No development whatsoever as a character. Really, no <laughs> no emotions of any real sort besides just like irrationally apparently apparent with another very normal strict parent. I don't really understand any of their relationship, how it would have thrived. To this point. <laughs> no, you know, it doesn't make any sense. But I just loved how uh, how just he was a very happy character, right? You never really saw any anger. Sadness, anything, just a complete one dimensional. <laughs> he wants to character. body surf. He wants to <laughs> mm-hmm. body surf fish out of the cafeteria. For goodness sake, I mean, that's come great. On. Like, so the that? rock, the rock the hug, day. the rock hug that they do. Oh, <laughs> yeah, give me more touching. of that. Really give touching me more stuff. Of that. Well, and then so. when he was when so my my only other stand moment that I think might have been one of my top five funniest moments of this flick was when they decide the mom has to go on tour and he's like, I'll go too, and and like the way where it's like maybe I. <laughs> You know, like, okay, you know, I'll go when it's, like, very clear yeah. <laughs> that he just wants to be on a rock tour. Like, just yeah. hilarious. He's yeah. a very funny character. So I'm just sitting here, and I'm picturing – picture this. You are <laughs> uh, freshman Ben. 
and you have never seen the movie that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, there's a new episode of, of Arch of the North. I guess they'll <laughs> indulge them a little bit and listen to their stupid podcast. And we're, what, eight minutes in. We haven't said the name of the movie on purpose. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about something that I have maybe have seen, just judging by the by the descriptions of the people. I can't even tell if I've seen it or not. Like, <laughs> man, I am sorry to Freshman Ben. I'm sorry to Brady. I'm sorry to our Irish listener. Not sorry two, to Mansky, though. Mansky, Mansky, yeah, Mansky knows. Mansky this. knows what's going on. Um, yeah. And Ian, if you're listening to this, message me because now I know. Now I now I know. Um, my sixth man of the year. Here's what I think, Jesse. Your and, and Josh, you guys picked the guy. You pick, you guys picked the hype man. You guys picked yep. like the Ricky Rubio who he never shoots, but he always like dishes. You know, he probably averages like yeah. seven assists a game, but maybe like eight points a game. Right. Yep. But for my sixth man, you know pure who wins shooter. sixth man of the year? Pure you know shooter. who wins he's pure shooter. And and the guy who shot the most shots in this game <laughs> was a guy whose name I do not know. Uh, but let's call him Jason S. Um, yes. And he he was good code just name. Hilarious. Good code name. <laughs> I can look it up very easily. He he just he hit on the chick because of course he did because mm-hmm. that was his character mm-hmm. in this movie. His his things that he was saying were like Josh. You were talking about how like some of the stuff probably didn't age very well because he hadn't watched it in a long time. Yes. This was the guy. This was yeah. the guy whose stuff mm-hmm. didn't this character age can't very. exist in current movies because of the explicit no. things that he said to high school to to kids. He can't say. <laughs> those things to kids like in the way that he said this. And, and to adult and he treated no one with respect he just said <laughs> terrible things and his name is david marshall by the way played okay. by this someone is, who this we're is trying to avoid that but. a really odd who's your sixth man of the year this character cannot exist now <laughs> disrespectful to everybody creepy i loved it i loved everybody but he moment. made me laugh he was so funny i don't know what to tell you what that means about society or what i think about it but uh he was a you. character go ahead <laughs> I, I don't know what that means about society, but I loved every bit of it. But society is really kind of messed up. But I loved his character. This is a, he was a character I, for the good old days. You know, in the good old days, he would have been. He's the character of that. The there's the, something wrong with someone here, and I think that someone is society. <laughs> <laughs> I loved all the dark things he said, and that's why society is weird. <laughs> no, he was awesome though. He was he was the funniest character because he just oh, yeah. said ridiculous things. Yeah. All right, let's anyway. go negative. Let's go negative. You ready? Uh, uh, least valuable yeah. player. As they give out in every NBA season, the least valuable player of the year. They should. Um, they yeah, should. The person who gave the least value to their team. Who are we talking Ryan about for Saunders. the person with the least value? Uh, boys, who's who's the least value in this movie? Ryan Saunders. Uh. <laughs> I, I, I guess I'll start because I've been uh, starting so far. We're going to cre- treat it like the draft in the 1970s. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that. Yep. I was just thinking that. And uh, uh, to me, to me, it was uh, – uh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Josh. It was Teddy. It was Teddy. I just don't wow. – here's my Ooh. thing. Here's my thing. I really don't jive with – and I realize that my job is to work with, like, high schoolers, and, and that's a big part of what I do. I don't jive with, like, high school emotions on the screen – and that's all it was. It was just a pure angst character. That's all he was. Yeah, he didn't he really do anything, right? He didn't get better. Is yeah, the weird and like, thing. and, and sure. his explosion sure. on the like, like he's like, "Hey, your your mom is sleeping with uh, Dwight," and he's like, "Huh, I'm gonna explode about that in the middle of a concert." <laughs> this this is so good because now we've confused everyone. Now no one knows <laughs> who he is. Yeah. 
Everyone's like, wait, I don't remember in School of Rock when Jack Black sits with the mom. But like, it just, <laughs> the, I just didn't really, his character didn't develop for me, or, or it did develop, but I just didn't like it, can't decide which. So like, yeah, I, I think, you know, I think it's got to be old, uh, old Geiger counter. Well, his, right, I'm his, trading up. Yeah. I'm trading up. Go ahead. Josh, I'm trading you next round's uh, pick, my next round pick. Yeah. Uh, the last round for your this round pick. Wait, if, and now it's my If turn. we're keeping order, you just <laughs> traded both your thirds for both his seconds. <laughs> I love yes, it. Exactly right. Exactly right. Um, so, yep, that's what's happening. Yeah. Ooh, good pass by Giannis. Also, the Lakers are playing the Bucks right now. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Um so my least valuable player, I'm, I'm stuck between two. You know what it is? Okay. I am going to pick a guy whose name is apparently Matt. Um, <laughs> now, yes, Matt. Matt. Now, I have seen Matt's actor, we will not say his name, in many things. He yes. is a very hilarious actor. He's a very – Over the top. Uh, over the top. Yeah. Oh, there we go. That was that – was, Perfect. Over the top. Um, in this, t- <laughs> okay, there was some lag there, Jesse. In this movie, in this movie, he was super tame. He just he was not really interesting, right? Like he, he I, Jesse might not even know who Matt is, and that who makes Matt sense. is because I liked Matt, and also the rhinestone <laughs> T-shirt of the I Heart Matt. T-shirt. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Rhinestone. That t-shirt. was funny. Mm-hmm. That's the only moment I remember of Matt. This whole movie, and and then the dude is great. He plays Olaf. So yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, Matt. Matt was gonna have better Matt. He ready. didn't pop off the screen. He was supposed to be kind of the, um, oh, what's the name when you're in comedy? You have the the oh, the straight man. He was supposed to be the straight man to fish, and yeah. he's just not a straight man. Like that's what we learned from this actor. Right. He can't. I think can't he's literally it. not a straight man. Oh, and that's okay. Hey-o. You might have to bleep that. Do you have to? If he's if he's gay, it's fine. If he's not, you have to bleep that. <laughs> We're gonna leave it, I think. <laughs> but now it's worse because of what you said. <laughs> Um, so, uh, my least valuable player, I, and this is kind of a cop-out because it was a bit role, right? So, um, how much value is there in a bit role, but the worst look of all of the movies, um, okay. The worst look of all the movie (laughs) also provides the least value. And those are the first groupies. Um, the groupies, number one and two, uh, mm. really, mm. really rough stuff from them. Mm. Uh, yeah, as, that's a good pick. Clearly as, in their 30s. Yeah. Very clearly yes. in their and, 30s. And the person in their 40s is like, hey, I'm legal. Let's go ahead and like uh, have beverages. <laughs> beverages. And, uh, and then they're like, nope, we want someone else. And the only other people are the kids? Like, nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Can't, can't do Again, that. it's not School of Rock. Do not think of the kids in School of Rock for this. Uh, I purposefully said kids in that way, but that's, yeah. yes, you're right. It is not yep. School of Rock. Uh, so, so to be clear, that was ridiculous. And yeah. uh, they, were, they provided the least value and the most, like, uh-oh moment of, of the movie, I think. To be fair, I mean, it is t- like if if uh, in a hypothetical world where there may be like twenty two, the sixteen year olds were technically closer to their age than the forty year old. But there's a whole other issue there, right? You just can't. <laughs> yes. You yep. just can't yep. do that. You know. So that's a great yep. pick. That's a great pick. That's really well done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so next we move on to uh, the greatest moment. The greatest moment of the movie. So we're talking best. The moment the moment that you felt the most connected to School of Rock. What moment was that for all Jesse, of you? Jesse goes first again. I yes. get second this time. Yeah, yeah you, traded, you traded me the second pick. 
good trade. Uh, I mean, okay, so there's there is the iconic scene of chasing down the van, the DK Metcalf scene, as as we all know it. Yes, um, we've all appreciated that scene by this point. It's in the first ten minutes of the movie, which is yeah, baffling. it's great. It's yeah. great. There, yeah. there is a lot of good uh, Dwight slapstick comedy out there. Um, I think so. Here's the thing: the scene that actually was my the line, at least that was my favorite. Uh, we can't say on the pod. <laughs> so I think you both know what it was. Basically, uh, to recap for the viewers, Josh said, ah, the stereotypical sleazy guy is going to say something stereotypically sleazy here. And then he said something very stereotypically sleazy. It was, actually, it was so good. It was so funny. That was my it's, moment. It's I laughed the pick, so the pick hard. Pickup lines, pickup line. Like, that's just remarkable. So hard. And, like, the funny thing is, like, it was also in a way that, like, and when he was done, too, he's like, what? Like, kind of, like, faked it. Like, that's just how he talks. And didn't understand why everyone else wasn't like, ah, cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. So that was that was it for me. We'll not repeat it on and here. And that, that came from that came from Ice's sixth – or MVP, to be clear. That line came from the MVP. Um, the <laughs> it was funny. Jesse said it was the funniest part of the movie. Yeah, that was very good. Yep. It was very good. Yep. <laughs> All right, what's your greatest moment, Ice, in the in the film? What, what has Man, you – This was the worst – this is the worst trade I've ever made because I don't even – I don't have – I'll trade you I'll, right I'll now. I'll take the obvious Okay, go ahead. Okay. No, no, no. So there, there are people uh, who are listening, very, 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 very few who have listened – I thought you were going to say Who have listened before. Never mind. No, no. Who have listened before, who have heard us talk about – Now, originated – when somehow – this is now that I've seen it, it's way funnier. So uh, – in, in a, a random regular season game, <laughs> um, DK Metcalf ran down Buda Baker um, after a pick by Russell Wilson, and it was sick. Everyone remembers it. It really was mm-hmm. a, an awesome mm-hmm. moment. And Josh, we of course we talked about it, and Josh decided to liken it to a scene <laughs> in this movie. Now, this scene happens within the first five ten minutes of the movie, um, and I'm going to call that scene just because of my hype for it, and then seeing it. I'm going to call that scene my favorite because I was like, wow, I, I feel like it's like it's like when someone, you know, when someone talks about something and then you see it for the first time, you're like, wow, this is just as good as I thought it would be. It was, it's not that second part, but I was seeing it for the first time. So incredible stuff, incredible anyway. stuff from uh, yeah. from that scene in general, chasing down the bus. Uh, Why? Just remarkable. 18 minutes into the joke of not saying that we watched the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Why on it? <laughs> yeah, we decided. Did I say, did I say the yeah. name? You did. You, I didn't you say the did name. <laughs> Josh, believe it. Believe every every right, instance that's of it. That's fair. I'll believe. The, I'll, I'll listen back. Seventeen thirty to eighteen fifty. Either we never say it. Like saying at the very end, just mean to the audience. Then because then we don't even get to like play the game of what could it be. That's funny. If you tell me not to say, <laughs> sure, I want to say it twice as many times. <laughs> All I can think about now is. What am I supposed to do? Um, Okay, so my greatest greatest moment, I talked about this as we were watching this movie, um, and it is like a sincere moment. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was fun and completely not reflective of the music process, but it Mm -hmm. made me smile. Uh, The Teddy, as as Mm -hmm. we know, the MVP. MVP. so uh, is writing a song titled Bitter, and it's a super sad song, and it's pretty dark, and uh, they make uh, inappropriate jokes about <laughs> about the song. But uh, mm-hmm. then 
Then Fish comes in and he's like, "Hey, what if we just made it faster and changed a single word?" And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the song is just a banger. And uh, I'm down for that. That was a fun scene. I enjoyed them putting that together, even though it wasn't mm-hmm. how music gets made. It made me smile, and I really liked it in the time, and I liked it on the rewatch too. It's fun stuff. Sweet, mm-hmm. sweet. All right, uh, all right. we have uh, a couple more uh, awards to get to uh, as we're talking through this unknown movie. Uh, hopefully, you guys. Mm-hmm. Have, uh, I wonder if anyone's figured it out by this point. I uh, mm-hmm. Can't imagine how they would. Let's talk about. And imagine if they haven't, then what are they even listening to right now? They let's need talk to talk about. Stop. Yeah, they they have to stop. Let's talk about the moment that. Uh, um, well, how can we do this? There's not a good way to do this. Okay, let's do it anyway. Let's talk about the moment that did not stand up to the test of time. The moment that most re- reflected that this was an old movie, that times have changed since the movie existed. Um, and what, what, what that moment is in our movie, the, the movie, the time that didn't hold up. Uh, from 2008, this movie is. Uh, mm. There's a little hint for you. Uh, so what happened 12 years ago that was allowed, that is no longer allowed in movies, uh, in the broadest sense of the term, so that uh, I don't have to bleep anything. Ready, set, go. Suicide jokes. A lot of suicide jokes. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that was wow. Rough. That was- yeah, there cool. was just quite a few. I think it was, you know, our our understanding of mental health is like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't joke about one of the most, you know, terrible things that you know you can. Well, do it was one of those things where, like, yeah, where Teddy was just kind of, oh, he's just like a. He's just a teenager with with emotions. He's moody, yeah. He's know. a yeah, moody, he's moody teenager. Exactly. When and making those jokes now obviously is not something that's passable in society. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. There, it is. there you go, Josh. It's you. Uh, oh yeah, I traded my pick. Cool, good for me. What? Wow, what a steal I yeah. got. No, I. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't trade your oh. pick. That was good. By okay. You. So smart. I get this pick. Good. Um. So yeah. it yeah. was definitely. Um, oh man. Okay. So there, there are two moments that are sticking out to me right now. I'm going to go with the one where, uh, the, the high school kids are arrested for being at, uh, um, at like, well, and they're not arrested for being at the party. They're arrested for like public destruction of their hotel room, but they're for sure partying Mm -hmm. in a hotel room full of people with drugs and alcohol. And I guess we were supposed to forget they were high schoolers and that did not, (laughs) that didn't hold up. Well, the general, the general (laughs) idea of age did not hold up well in this movie. That's the part that (laughs) held up the worst probably. And then I would say my mine is just like the main the main thing that happens in the movie the way they get famous is that uh, <laughs> yeah. the main character is just naked on on YouTube and this is like what back when like people were like I don't know how YouTube works anyone could get famous for anything and so you could be naked and with high schoolers <laughs> you'd give go viral and that's that that's to me at least reflected like a lack of understanding of the internet back <laughs> yeah. then and so. It was just kind of silly. It was like a, it was like a, this is like a rock and roll, like a school of rock type movie. And now this is, this is what, like one of the main things that happens. Yeah. The whole launching off point of their music career being uh, public indecency and illegal filming of public indecency. It's not not a great start. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, And, and the thing that really didn't hold up is how strong of a zoom quality they had. Oh yeah. Absolutely (laughs) no latency and we're able to, Band practice yep, from four yep. different webcams. That 
just yes dude they probably weren't even using zoom honestly they probably use them like freaking skype or something <laughs> they did say so that's that's the part that held it the best honestly was um because we're all living it is them joining a zoom call and the guy not understanding wh- how to mm-hmm. work the zoom call and instead uh being all being like you know his face in the camera not quite sure how it works and if people can hear him mm. but we have all experienced that very very recently in the last like <laughs> yep. last like month but i think most of us if we were Except- naked would then stop being naked upon realization other people could see us you know i hope and then Especially not post, in the same room as high school not kids. post said video on a public platform i think mm-hmm. would be the would be the and then there. the parents are like yeah you should go on tour <laughs> with my kid <laughs> yeah, go go across the Midwest with him. That's fine. <laughs> One good. other thing that uh, that didn't hold up was uh, the I, so this is a two two sided thing. This movie was full of stars, like people who became stars after yeah, this movie, wow. which was honestly like insane. Yeah. Like um, Bradley yeah. Cooper was just like a random band member for a, for the opposite band. He had like four minutes of screen time, like the most insane, like like yeah. all of these stars. Uh, with that being said, uh, said stars, for many of them, uh, did not reflect the ages of their people. And that tended to be the case in older movies, but um, you really felt it when they're all partying <laughs> and they're, uh, they look mm-hmm. – it looks normal. You're like, oh, this could be a real thing because they all look 25 or 30. Uh, but then you remember they are not. <laughs> they were. <laughs> they are not that age in the movie. It's not a great look. <laughs> yeah. But that moment where I realized Sweet. Bradley Cooper was in there was kind of insane. Like, I genuinely <laughs> had no idea. Like, Bradley Cooper's wearing a black wig. He's part of the other band. He's not even, like, the main member of the other band. He's just kind of mm-hmm. chilling in the background. And uh, I, this was the launching point for Bradley Cooper. This Well, okay, how about it this? It should not be the Which, launching point for all of these people. How about that? This is, this is the next category. <laughs> for which star did this become – did they represent themselves the best that this became their launching point? Okay, we're full of stars in this movie. Jason Sudeikis was in here. Will Arnett yeah. was in here. Will uh, – no, who's the other guy uh, from uh, at, uh, SNL? Aziz. Uh, yep. yep. Aziz. Aziz Ansari, Aziz Ansari was in here. Uh, Bradley Cooper was in here. Emma Stone was in here. The guy in Portlandia. Who's the guy in Portlandia? I don't remember. Josh Gad was in here. You know so many about. stars that have, we now know more than we did then. Whose career was the most defined by this movie? They look back like, yep, this is what made me uh, the star. Who's the most likely to, to look back on this movie is that? I'll start. <laughs> As like a movie a movie person? A movie – someone who whose movie career success was because or of this movie? Or success in general was because of this movie. Who represented themselves the best as the stars? Um how about this? The movie success would be this is really mean. Rain Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> because this movie did not do very well, I would assume. And Rain Wilson's movie career also did not do yeah. very well. So oh, sorry, Rain. Rain. Uh, what we learned about Rain Wilson is yeah. that uh, he has kind of one one mode, and that mode is not yeah. a star. I'm sorry, Rain, in a in a movie. Uh, Especially in a movie, he he starred over all these people that we just said. He's on Sorry and Bradley Cooper and and Will Arnett, and, Emma Stone, and, and Jason yeah, Sudeikis. No, I, Josh I, he was not yeah. the biggest star. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if he looks back people. on anyway, this and on. is like, 
while this was insane that I was the star of this movie, like I should not have been the star. Of this yeah, movie. man, I've been, I was mm-hmm. thinking during the movie, I was like, I think the reason that I haven't seen him in any other movies ever is probably because of this movie. They spent a lot of money on it, and it is not very good. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So uh, I was going to say, I thought that I'm, I'm making this the kind of the Jason Sudeikis memorial list because I thought uh, similar to mm-hmm. Ice, he was fantastic in the movie and he has had a great career. Um, so, you know, who is who is uh, who had a fun little bit part? I bet this was a launching point for Aziz Ansari. I bet it was because uh, he was very funny in yeah. his role. Uh, he was in like two scenes, but was classic. And then he became kind of a character that I bet other he got cast in other places because of it. Yeah. Aziz, my um yeah it yep. was was fun in this role and uh yeah that was that was funny stuff i'm gonna pass i'm gonna pass in the <laughs> all right you voted twice for mvp so it's fine it's no, <laughs> no right. biggie uh, so, so i did i did have a fun little fact as we were looking up i was like that felt like really rude commentary i kind of enjoyed the movie i didn't think it was that bad so i looked it up the movie was produced with a budget of 15 million u.s dollars that was how much it cost. Okay. How much do you think it grossed? Mm, I feel like most movies gross positive. Um, that's, that's otherwise, so it would be a terrible business. <laughs> it would be just an awful yeah. business otherwise. <laughs> yep. So I'm going to assume this is like most movies. I'm going to give it a slight positive. I'm going to give it $26 million. Mm. I'll go higher. I'll take like $50 million. Mm, the answer was $8 million. It oh, lost, no. it lost seven million dollars. <laughs> well, I think. Yeah. Okay, good. I thought no, you were going to prove me wrong. I, think I was hedging my bet. When your star loses you seven million dollars, I think it's real tough to go to get back to that movie again. You know, <laughs> for sure. So that's tough. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do we want to talk about real stuff now? Are we ready to talk about things that are not the Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I almost said the name yeah, of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> the really awesome movie we watched. Uh, Let's do that. Yeah, uh, we'll be right back to to finish off and talk about sports, baby. How about that? <laughs> I don't think we have enough time for a commercial for being honest with ourselves. <laughs> I was going to have- advertise school of rock that was, that was gonna be the commercial. <laughs> all right there you go school of rock check it out uh it includes less kids doing inappropriate things i think for fewer, the most part fewer uh, kids. yes thank you uh, fewer we kids in general gonna... all right what, what what transition sound do you usually use let's let's make it's them... like a whoop, 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 whoop. It, it does like a back it does like a yeah that sums it up perfectly all right uh let's talk about the nfl huh we have conference <laughs> championships we have about 10 minutes let's uh let's break it down NFC, mm. AFC, I think, I think personally, um, one could argue, and I will, that this is the most fun of the four teams that we could have had. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I, this, is the, this is the best like uh, version of the championship games I think we could get. So I'm excited. I think both games are, uh, are the, the top two teams in each conference. Uh, so I'm ready to go. We have yep. uh, NFC is Packers, uh, Bucks, and AFC is the chiefs and the bills hopefully everyone's able to play and uh yeah let's let's talk about it a little bit how are we feeling let's start in the nfc how are we feeling about the packers bucks uh what's going on what are our thoughts uh that someone else can talk uh i'm feeling pretty good honestly i think we've already talked about this in our uh, other chat but uh 
I think if we don't lose the turnover margin, and even if we keep maybe the turnover margin lost to like one, I feel very confident that we can win. I think that's how the Bucks beat the Saints. I think that's how the Bucks beat us. Um, one of my favorite comments, I think it maybe already got posted. Um, it was, they asked Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show. They said, hey, like how much did that, anybody know the score? Like 33 to 10 loss? Yeah, something start? like that. 28 was, to 10 or yeah, something like that. I'm pretty sure it was 38. Yep, 38 to 10. Yeah, and he just he like so. How much does that kind of affect you guys? I'm that weigh on you. And he's like, uh, I think it matters as much as the uh, Saints blowing out the Bucks did in the regular season. And I was like, that's yeah. that's a great point. I saw so, that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I love that response. I think that's very smart and intelligent. And and I agree. I think it's just like a completely different thing. And so I know like the reason I say it is I know ahead of time, Kai and Josh in some senses. I think Kai a lot was talking about the Bucks kind of being a nightmare matchup, and you know how they beat us, and and they did. And I mean. But I think, you know, when you play the NFC Championship, you're going to play a good team, generally. And so I'm actually pretty yep. fine with this matchup. Um, you know, not to say I think we're going to win, so everyone just can, you know, at me later that I was so confident. I just think that <laughs> it is it is a game that we can win. And I also think it's a game that we should win. I'm not going to say yeah. it's a game we will win. But Ooh, those wow. are my thoughts. That was good. That was I think that's good. That that's out. a good take. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think, yeah, I think the, the Buccaneers, uh, last week, I mean, I, I don't know what to think of that game, the Buccaneers saints game, because it really was all about, um, the Drew Brees interceptions and that the saints just stopped being able to throw the ball. Um, and I don't think that kind of game is going to happen against the Packers. So I I'm coming into it also relatively confident. Um, and I think I'm, I'm ready to be heard again. Let's do it. NFC championship round, like four, uh, for the Packers. I'm ready, ready to be in pain at the end of this, just like all of our last NFC championship games. Let's do it, fellas. I'm feeling, I'm, I'm just wondering like, so, so obviously that was what, like multiple months ago, like three months ago or something, but, but I'm looking at the box score of this game and it looks like what Josh said in the chat rings true. I, I think the most important part is not what the Bucks do to the Packers on offense. I think the Bucks offense will be what it has been, which is like above average, not elite. Um, but, but what happened in this game is somehow the Bucks shut down the Packers and, um, Josh, you were talking about the rushing game. Um, yeah you guys couldn't run Aaron, Aaron Jones had 10 rushes for 15 yards. Um, I, I, I didn't watch this game and I know that those two picks I would expect to go to zero picks um, by Aaron Rodgers. but, but what happened with the running game? Why? I don't, I don't, what happened there? Well, it started, I mean, it started out. Okay. We went up, we went up early um, and drove down the field, had two scoring drives. That was great. And then Rogers threw back to back pick sixes and sure. well, well, basically one pick six and another interception that was basically gave him like goal to go. Or was it a pick six? I can't yeah. remember. It might've been both pick sixes. I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure um, it's just one. And then, so the second one must've just been returned close to the end zone. Um, Long, so it ended yeah. up, yeah, it ended up with, uh, with us playing from behind. And then our, our issue with uh with teams in general is the speed in the outside linebacker and that's what uh that's what the bucks have they have linebackers devin white and uh the other guy can't think of his name uh very fast very smart quality um, podcast and, you came here for takes yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and Levante David is we name. try to thank you we try to run outside zone and that just gets blown up because they're team. too fast um they're too fast to the edges uh, I think the Packers in the last couple of weeks have just been have been a lot more powerful up front, just like right. run straight ahead, get six yards in your face. And I think that strategy is going to be a lot more effective than our outside zone stuff uh, from the earlier matchup. 
I also yeah. And for those of you, you all know that I, I hate the Packers. I, I do think the Packers are favored in this game, but this game, this is one game. I mean, like the Bucks had two games against the Saints, where where you could have said like, okay, well the Saints just match up really well, and, right? This is just one game where the Packers look terrible. So what are we gonna say? I Justin? mean, we've been saying it all year. It's tough to beat a team three times. You know, we've been saying <laughs> we all agree with that. Matter. Yeah, <laughs> but everyone agrees with that. My actual my actual thing is like. And again, like this isn't to say that I think we will and this isn't to like toot the horn, but just look at the most immediate game. We were on the doorstep of putting about 38 points and we did put up 480 yards on the Rams defense. Yes, Aaron Donald was hurt. That definitely helped. Like it wasn't. But like that still is a very quality defense. Like the last thing that we did is have an explosive offensive game against what was the number one ranked defense in the league. Like I just feel like comfortable. And the other thing that I think I feel too is like, I mean, I guess I'll have to wait and see what happens, but like right now, knock on so much wood, like we lost Bach, you know, but like we're healthy. It feels like we're clicking. It feels like, you know, like there's none of those things that like, if we lose this game, we just lose, you know, like it's none of those things like, Oh, well we're, we were such an amazing team and then we lost blah or like we really had it. And you know, like, like, if we win or lose, I will be fine because, like, I know that we had a really great team. I know also that, like, the the whole point – I won't feel bad. It's not like a Matt Stafford situation, right, where you feel like you're letting a certain guy down. I know that, that was a Packers take at times is that we haven't put a team around Rodgers like he deserves. That's, that's some Packers take. I think this is the team. And so I think yep. if we're if we're going to do it, like, if, if, if all the things that we say about Rodgers, that we believe about Rodgers is true, this is the time. And so if we don't do it, I'll, I'll be obviously very sad, but like this is one time where I feel like it's not an organizational fault if we lose. I think we have a great team, a great roster, a great mm-hmm. coach. So if we lose, it's just unfortunate. It's not like a thing where I'm going to beat, you know, beat up the front office or this player or this injury or whatever, you know. This is we'll see what happens. Is my take on it. I applaud that opinion because I'd be the opposite way. That <laughs> not to be a, a hater, mm-hmm. but I would be like, a, dude, this this is the year. If we don't win it this year, we're screwed forever. It is a privilege take as well, though, to come like to be a Packers fan because it's just like, oh, yeah, like if we don't do it this year, like, you know, we've made playoffs nine in the last 10 years. Like, I think there will be eventually a reality dropper where we just start to suck, probably post Aaron Rodgers. And maybe my thoughts will be different. But I do think watching a team over the last decade that wins the majority of the games it plays puts into like a different puts you in a different mindset of like and maybe this isn't true maybe this is just me and my current headset or head uh, headspace but like if we lose this year i'm like oh well, well run it back next year and I, I know that's not exactly how it works i just feel like i've seen a team that's been you know pretty good running it back for a decade and a half now and so yeah. maybe that's another reason too is that like i've grown too comfortable with the team you know and and I'm also a Wolves fan, so maybe that's not the case, but <laughs> things just seem to stay constant. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but I get what you say, nice, totally. No, I, well, and I, I think what you're thinking is a lot better <laughs> and more healthy and also totally reasonable, right? Like, okay, we did what we could. I mean, the organization is, is sound, right? Yeah. Even if, uh, yeah, like you can clown the, even the quarterback pick, like you said, looks pretty good now because like Rogers will be gone at some mm-hmm. point and you don't want to have to sign Dwayne Haskins, which we're not going to talk about. I didn't mean to bring that up. Uh, the other game that's happening 
is the Bills and the Chiefs. I'm yep. so worried. If like I'm so worried. Like I agree, these are an amazing set of teams. But if we have like a, a, just like a weekend, Mahomes even he's got a foot injury too. Like I hmm. like you know if he might not play, he's still in concussion protocol. It's Thursday, Thursday night. You know, and so I am. I am worried that uh, we don't get Mahomes, and that and that well, like this amazing matchup just kind of won't produce. You know, I hope we do though. Obviously, I'll go on record as saying I'm just not worried at all. Mm. I, <laughs> the the idea that we won't get Mahomes, mm. not because I think his his brain is special, or I mean, probably, <laughs> but, but because. But because there's just no way, right, that he gets stuck in concussion protocol because it's, it wasn't even a concussion. Like, it, there's just no way that that happens. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know exactly how concussion protocol works. I understand that it, it could be a thing where it's like, okay, you know, he, he's still in it. It's Sunday and it, it, he can't play. I just can't imagine that, that that would happen, that the NFL would allow that to happen, which I'm not saying is right at all. Right. I am saying that I, I just think that's not what's going to happen. Uh, you know, I just don't think so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I yeah. get where you're coming from. I don't know if this is the one place they're going to cut corners right now as the NFL. You know, like okay, that's fair. Yeah, it seems seems like it, it. I'm gonna assume that we get Mahomes playing, uh, and then the real question is because I mean, apart from the concussion stuff, which is a weird phrase to say out loud, um, but he really did have a foot injury. Um, mm-hmm. and looked pretty hobbled mm-hmm. for the back half of that game against uh, against the Browns. Um, so it could be – it almost makes it a more fun matchup. I think the Chiefs could roll on offense against the Bills' defense. Um, but with Mahomes a little hobbled, I think it could be a tight one. Um, and I've been – you know, yeah. I've been Mahomes – I've been uh, on the Bills all season. Um, I've never said otherwise. I'm sure you can't find it in any of the pods of me saying, <laughs> me saying that I didn't like the Bills anymore. Uh, Super Bowl pick. Uh, I think Josh Allen leads this one to victory. I'm officially taking the Bills in this one. Believe that. Mm. Uh, I, like I, I will take the Chiefs if Mahomes plays. I'll take the Bills if he doesn't. Uh, I think that's a that's a pretty standard take. Uh, <laughs> yeah, too... White bread take over here. White bread take <laughs> over here. I also will take the Packers. Uh, so give me a Packers yep. and who knows Super Bowl. Nice. <laughs> Just the Super Bowl Packers we're looking Chiefs. for. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. what the NFL wants. Packers Chiefs, the top two MVP candidates. It's got a history of uh, there have been Packers Chiefs Super Bowls before. That's what people want. So uh, it's not what I want, but it's what the people want. So I and think also, that's probably yeah, what's going to happen. Packers like Chiefs. Like you said, Super this Bowl. is this has worked out so well for everyone who writes storylines for ESPN and the NFL, right? You get. Rodgers and Brady in the conference championship, right? You get the ascendant, you get then the young stars in Josh Allen, like the future of the NFL on one side of things, mm-hmm. the the past of the NFL on the other. If they get back to Chiefs, <laughs> don't write don't like, write him in the past already. <laughs> I mean, okay, that's a good point. But like, but like, this has worked out so well. You don't have any yeah. like clunker in your conference finals. You know, you don't have this weird like. Nick Foles Eagles team in the Super Bowl kind of thing and they won. It was right. great, but like it didn't it didn't like lead up defining in the stuff. way. Yeah. yeah. Jared Goff in the Super Bowl. Jimmy G the versus yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy G. <laughs> like yeah, like what what would the worst honestly, would the worst the worst quarterback in the NFL this like to make the Super Bowl that left would be Tom Brady, right? Like, yeah, weird. Yeah, I think that's, that's kind of right weird now, to yeah. say. I just realized that. But <laughs> Tom Brady would be the worst playing 
current quarterback that could possibly make the Super Bowl, which I think the NFL is very okay with. <laughs> yep. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, there's your conference finals. Uh, enjoy it this weekend. We'll come back next week with a new movie that we're not going to tell you about. Uh, and uh, we're actually not going to do that. That seems like a bit we're probably going to drop relatively soon. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, but we'll be back. We'll talk more sports and other things. It was the rocker. No, that come was, on! It was the rocker. That's what it was. Come on!